Ladies, I've made my decision. Raja O'Hara, Shantae, you stay. Scarlet Envy, trust me when I say, this ain't your last dance. Now, sashay away. Thank you. I never thought bell bottoms would land me in the bottom, but I will never stop dancing. is mutual. I don't think I deserve to be eliminated, but I look forward to an incredibly bright future. I'm very grateful. And I'm just very reflective right now, figuratively and literally. Don't let anybody tell you you can't dance, even if that someone is sometimes yourself. I mean, again, Drag Race with the poetics of the non-dancer lip-syncing to Last Dance. Like, it's her last dance that she has to do on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true, is that there's always those, like, those poetic lip-syncs or those ironic lip-syncs. I mean, last week there was just the costume of Ariel going home as a mermaid. Right. Um, obviously, they, they, there's, there's no way to plan that, but, um, you know, I like it anyway. Not lost, not yeah, lost. Yeah, not lost. Yeah. You know, this... Obviously, this is our clip of the week because I feel like this is what everybody's talking about. The fact that uh, Scarlett went home over Raja uh, and it seems to be kind of a controversy. So I thought we would maybe talk it out, kind of figure it out. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, because I mean, I uh, I don't want to jump the boom, boom gun too much, but I I think I have an unpopular opinion about this lip sync. Oh, no. I think that as sort of a, you know, a teaser on on closer inspection in terms of just evaluating that lip sync technically Raja's was a better performance I see what you're saying first of all I I don't think Raja had the better performance we were talking earlier off the mic Raja had a better lip sync in the sense that like when she was at the start of the song like really feeling those words well throughout the whole song she really felt those words but that's not a better performance well <laughs> <laughs> what I like about Scarlett is that she had the reveal to this like bell bottoms kind of 70s look, mm -hmm. okay? And then she had the glitter, she had the drops, the pointing. The, I couldn't keep my She had the pointing. I've never seen Mary. a clean point while she lip synced. Well, I think Jiggly called that a pointer sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't keep my eyes off of Scarlett once the the beat dropped. I mean, I it's not that I didn't enjoy watching Scarlet and the first time I saw this lip sync I fully expected her to stay that glitter moment was a moment just pulling out those scissors like she was one of those shadow people in us with oh the gold God. scissors <laughs> pulling oh, that oh my pulling God. that shadow Lapita on us <laughs> and then and then throwing those scissors yeah. that was horrifying yeah <laughs> duck sarge yeah <laughs> duck sarge duck, oh that's yeah. delicious yeah <laughs> you should try goose sarge <laughs> it's a whole different game um and so uh honk honk but <laughs> i so like all of that was was great but i think for what the song was asking for like the, you need to know where these words are coming from that whole kind of approach raja i mean and listen i kind of i, I came into this episode and out of it loving scarlet yeah so i'm not saying this with any favoritism but i facts are facts raja was selling that song 
based on what that song is. Yes, she sold the song. Okay, I thought that she was the most in control because Scarlett seemed to just kind of be dancing real fast. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, and obviously, she's not a dancer, but still kind of like did what she did. I. I, I still just couldn't keep my eyes off of her. And I think that there's points for someone that is that comes out unexpected. And it was unexpected that Scarlett would do so well on that lip sync. I mean, listen, I will always name Jocelyn Fox for unexpectedly good performances. The Rap Challenge, Snatch Game, even the Stupid Girls lip sync. I mean, that was a great lip sync. I love an unexpected win. But and I, and I thought this was going to be that, especially because yeah. this was technically Raj's third, third time in the bottom. Like I do, number third in the bottom, I could not, could not believe, believe it. it. I mean, and I count the six way gangbang because I think that Raja was one of the weaker ones that week. Sure, like I don't. Yeah, right. I, yeah, right. I didn't think Sugar should have been in that lip sync, but that's a whole other that's story. a whole other bag of beans, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I I just um, I don't know. I I just I, I still think that Scarlet should have stayed. Because of what she brought to that lip sync showed me more that she wanted that she had more to do that she had more to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you think about I think Travis Wall had said, you know, were you the best dance? Were you the weakest dancer? Yes. Were you the weakest performance? No. Yeah. Which was the same in the in the challenge as in the lip sync. And so I. It's tough because to me, like, what's more important is giving a great performance and being memorable and standing out and, like, showing how much you want this, as Sasha Bell once said. I want to show them how much I want this. That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> not with scissors. Not with scissors, no. <laughs> but um, so technically, I mean, I agree. I think Scarlett was giving them what they needed to see that she wants to be in this competition. I, I, it just says to me that there's some reason they're keeping Raja. Yeah, they, I, I, she's a fabulous lip syncer. That's ah. a, certainly a reason to keep her. Yeah. Um, I, I also hope that this is an omen that this is the last dance challenge. <laughs> oh God, I hope so. Yeah. I, enough of these rehearsals where they're like learning the choreography, not getting it, and getting yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say Travis Wall is a much nicer. Oh, he was much nicer. He's yeah. a what a. Oh, what a sweet little goose. Yeah, he was a goose. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so the other part of this uh, clip of the week is Scarlett's last line, which I think any All Right Mary, you know, Stan knows, uh, our longtime listeners know that this would speak to us. She said, don't let anyone tell you you can't dance, even if that someone is yourself. Uh, I mean, I the note I took was that's already on my list of favorite quotes when we do the season 11 recap. Right. Like, ah. Uh, done yeah it, it, it opens up so much more than what she's talking about yeah yeah i, I think that for that, this show right yeah exactly i think that's you know i don't i don't know why it occurred to me this week and i don't know if it was when i was watching drag race or drag race thailand but kind of having that meta moment um maybe watching untucked and kind of watching scarlet pack up and i was like we talk about all the time, like, oh, Drag Race, like, what it means so much. Like, it means so much to people, and, like, why do people feel so attached to the show? And I know we've even talked about this point before, but for some reason it just, like, got really clear for me this week. It was like, oh, it's all queer people trying to make the dreams come true. Yeah. Like, that's, like, I know that's so obvious, like, no duh, but I think... I don't know. I, I for some reason this week I think maybe there were elements of, of Scarlet I found that I really identified with, and so maybe that's why that clicked. Because okay. you can't dance. But not that I, and it's not that I can't. By the way, <laughs> it's that I don't. Um, let it be known. After six vodka sodas, she can dance, folks. 
Um, she just lives in her head. And so um, there's no dance floor up there, you know? Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it just kind of clicked of like watching this. It was, it was like, I don't know. I just, I, I appreciated that this was just a show all about queer people trying to make the dream come true and being super fucking talented. Sure. And, and maybe when it's a week when a queen goes home that you don't think should have gone home, you can kind of see it that way. Yeah. That this isn't about like, that's all this is really about. It's just right. showcasing talented people. Oh, yeah. And to to tell a huge queer platform, don't let anyone tell you you can't dance. right? Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't be who you are and what you are and what you look like and everything. Because even if that someone is yourself, right? Right. Like, right. That extraness is also what is just so beautiful about that statement. Mm -hmm. And then just to kind of go to her untucked moment, she said, coming here, I thought I was a finished product. This experience taught me. That will never really be the case. And again, mm -hmm. like more wisdom from from the gospel of Scarlet Envy. And I did not expect to. I mean, again, I, I think with the Meet the Queens, I I was talking about her like she was just a mean, nasty, you know, New York theater queen. Right. And I take it all back. I mean, I, I just I think that she is like her Whatcha Packin is really good. It's great. It's very like just low key and down to earth and clear headed, and it's like a nice conversation with Michelle. I. I really appreciate Scarlett, and I think, you know, the thing you resist the most could be, like, because you identify with it a lot. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think there's a lot about her that I – she was saying a lot of things that I've thought. Oh, know? yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I got that moment of, like, oh, these are queer people just like me. I got that moment, too, this week. Okay. You know? Yeah. That there's uh... – that you saw yourself a little bit more totally, and and not in the in the drag or the fashion or the makeup or the hair or or even you know the witty comebacks, but just in the like. Um, Here they are working hard yeah. for themselves and to like, figure themselves out, right? And like I think the position that Scarlett was in of being like that feeling of like I just wanted everyone to respect me, and mm -hmm. I wanted everyone to like think I was doing good enough, and right. I was not getting that this week. Like that was very clear that I was the weakest one. And like, I thought, Oh God, I think they even said on the show, like how awful that would feel. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I just, I got that. I got how bad that would feel. Sure. And it's almost, I think of, uh, who was it? Um, maybe it was season, uh, maybe it was all stars. Uh, no, maybe it was season seven. But when, um, she said like, Oh, it's just like another dance challenge for Scarlet. It's like, mm -hmm. God damn it. Who right. was it that said like, Oh, these acting challenges. Oh, Valachachi. Yeah, these and I've had enough of these group challenges and these acting challenges. These group acting challenges, I think is what she said. Right. Yeah. And I, so again, it's like, oh, poor Scarlet, like another dance challenge. Yeah. And, you know, she did so well in Trump the Rusical. Yeah, she, she did, did so, so well. well. So well. Best so supporting well. actress. I think she may have even won that week. Oh, no, she didn't No, I mean win. the best supporting oh, actress. Oh, best supporting actress. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Uh, what she did on the runway that week in the or the next week in Monsters Ball, mm -hmm. and then she won in the uh, Good God Girl Get Out Challenge. Like yeah. she did really, really well on this show. Yeah, despite the fact that she couldn't dance. Right. I mean, it, you know, when Rue says like this is not going to be your last dance, I thought, okay, well, is that All Stars? Is that like, <laughs> you know, bitches, I'm back? Like, what is? I mean, well, I think that's. Uh, I mean, basically, it's summed up when she said, "Don't let anyone tell you you can't dance, even if that someone is yourself." It's like, don't let this. This isn't her last dance, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Right. But even RuPaul saying that, it just sometimes I think you know there's always a little message in those okay. in those goodbyes. Like right. I think she says to Vanjie, like I think this is not the last we'll be hearing from you. Like she, I think she says it's a Shangela too. Okay, so I'm not saying nothing, but I would. I guess all I'm saying is I'd be happy to see Scarlet come back in some capacity. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, maybe more than just the reunion. 
more than just a reunion, yes. Yeah, I'd like to see her like back in the competition or in an, in an All-Stars. Sure. Yeah. Well, with that, Mary, why don't we jump into this Drag Olympics episode and tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BDBD TV show. This is a quintessential Nordic, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> And this is just an American mutt, Colin, and a little bit of Irish, a little bit of German, a lot of Russian, apparently. Um, No collusion, though. And this week... (laughs) Um, Oh, you're very over sulchy. Anyway, and of course, this week we are continuing our recap of season 11 with the Drag Olympics. Mm. Um, You know, because RuPaul's Drag Race just is determined to injure a queen every season. What the fuck, (laughs) right? What the fuck? Like, enough of this Jane Fonda floor work. Well, and you know, all of that, like what you just said, uh, speaking of O'Hara, oh, Eureka O'Hara, is um, because I feel like a lot of the editing around Evie and Travis checking in with her all points to like you got to say something you got to say something you know um, uh, I don't know what uh, even RuPaul they're they're editing uh, on the runway when they were when RuPaul checks in with Evie yeah are you okay yeah yeah do you need to breathe into the paper bag (laughs) (laughs) like yeah they're definitely wanting to spin a different narrative Um, I also feel like this came up with Travis checking in. This comes up a number of times, but that theme of honesty gets brought up a lot this episode. Evie like, honesty. Evie honesty. Mm. Evie honesty. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be yeah, Evie honesty. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, of like of her checking in and being honest, of her being honest with people, like yeah. that continues to be the running theme. <clears throat> and I guess uh, this time she did not t- want to talk to Travis. We'll get there, but mm-hmm. uh, you could you could see her choose to not get into it, right? Yeah, and I understand that completely. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to have to tell somebody. Yeah, I have to say, well, I have this condition, my invisible disability. Right, you know? right. You have to say this one more time. Yeah, I can't. Right. It's just easier to be like, oh, I hurt my ankle. Well, I was and the other, yeah. the other thing is, is like, had she said like this is really hard on me because of this, what was he going to do? Like adjust the choreography? Then she might, like in her head, she might be like, I might be penalized, you know, all of those things. So, yeah, I mean, I think that does like, it brings up the question of how much they can modify because I think that came up for Silky. Like at point, like at one point, I think they did modify, oh, how about you just stay on the floor and then we'll have this bit Uh, go around you. Okay. And in rehearsal, she's like, oh no, I'm going to stand up. But in the final product, they, she stayed on the floor. And so, I mean, I think this goes back to conversations we've had about, like, you know, bilingual queens or queens who, you know, uh, like on Drag Race Thailand, where there's some queens speak Thai, some only speak English, and it's just part of the situation. And I think it's like the show making space for those variations. Right. And I think in this case, I mean, we can get there and we get there, but it, it extends all the way to the conversation Evie's starting of, like, if I have to go out on stage in a wheelchair. Right. You know, and, like... Could RuPaul's Drag Race be inclusive of that kind of queen? Well, that was last season, right, with the mermaid. 
Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess I guess they did. They I guess they showed that they could. They've showed bearded queens. Yeah. They've showed queens in wheelchairs. I mean, I guess they're trying to prove their point. Well, but but uh, to your point, like for sure, there's there's a whole discussion that we'll get to. Um, so Act One starts. I, I guess the big thing here is uh, Evie reading Silky and Vanji kind of the wrong way, but trying to be helpful, which continues into Untucked. So uh, yeah. what, what are your thoughts here? Well, I mean, I was just gonna give a, a mention. I it, and it feels a little bit like reminiscent but just a, a nod to sugar cane who is um officially sweet and low this week because uh i mean i just feel like this is the i thought she was splenda oh yeah stevia <laughs> nicks over here you know? they're all equal yeah. <laughs> go for it um anyway um because i can't think of any other sugar substitutes and there's no nutra sweet pun you know? <laughs> um and monk fruit anyway so uh uh, I I guess I just feel like we've been we've started an episode like this more than once with Sugar being like oh, I don't know how I ended up in the bottom I'm gonna have to step it up like I think we talked about this maybe last week is they're either pushing Sugar to like improve or they're pushing her out the door mm. and I feel like I mean she kind of disappears this week yeah but it it almost seemed like oh we got a bigger we got bigger stories to tell this week but right. like. She was doing great in the in the challenge. I thought I watched her and she was doing great. She yeah. was selling it. Yeah, yeah. I think that she was like, and I loved her runway look, solidly safe. Yeah, the runway look I liked. Yeah, but I just I I'm curious to see next week what happens with Sugar. Sugar. Hmm. Um. So but to your yeah to, to this act one. Uh, I love the adult in the room, Akira. When she points out, she's like, well, girl, if you can't sew, it's hard to change things up. Because Evie's calling, like, hey, change up your drag if there's... And Kira's like, well, if you brought all this stuff, mm -hmm. what can you do if you can't really sew? And then Vanjie even points out, she's like, well, nobody's reading Plastique. But it goes back to Evie's point. It's just like, well, focus on yourself. You know, yeah, like, yeah. obviously, these other girls have these other storylines. But the judges are trying to point out the story in you of, like... Change it up, girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I, and I think not being able to sew, like, I don't think that's, like, an acceptable, like, well, what's she supposed to do if she can't sew? It's like, what's she doing on RuPaul's Drag Race if she can't right. sew? Right, as, as Evie says, there is a whole fabric wall. There's plenty of stones. <laughs> There's plenty of stones. Leave no stone unfastened. <laughs> unfastened. No stone unglued. Um, I mean, I... I get what Evie's saying. Leave I, no tight unstoned. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... I guess the I guess the question is this because we just talked about like not being able to dance is is it kind of analogous to say like you need to be able to know how to dance you need to know how to be able to know how to sew on RuPaul's Drag Race is it the same and like if you can't do either of them then you have to kind of either hot glue or you know well cha cha your way through I it. mean they, they were saying this the whole episode about Silky it's like well you weren't the best dancer but you made me laugh the whole time mm -hmm. it goes back to like Alyssa Edwards where it's just like I don't care what you do you're you're hilarious right you know even if you don't mean to be which Silky doesn't even mean to be sometimes yeah or Vanjie is really because oh Vanjie in this for case because sure. I feel like they're saying well she can't sew and it's like well that's not an excuse. Like I hear what Akira is saying, but it's also like, well, then Vanjie better learn how to glue some shit on, you know? Yeah. Um, or, you know, I mean, she's, she's been on two seasons. Like, <laughs> she still doesn't know how to sew. Are we on the same show? Yeah, right. Uh, just a wonderful quote that I loved when Silky says, Evie bumps her gum. Oh, as, I, as like oh, talking. Her gum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bumps yeah. her gum. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was great. Um, yeah. Uh, they're setting up this Silky V Evie kind of thing, but then I think it's, it's resolved and untucked mm -hmm. in a in a really kind of calm, beautiful way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't be safe. 
don't be safe. That's the, yeah. the, the, the slogan of the season, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah, I think that was kind of uh Evie kind of trying to explain herself. She's just saying, like, listen, this is the feedback we've all heard you get. If you don't want to be safe, change it up. I'm sure. not trying to say you look bad, but this is what I'm seeing. Right. So which I think is fair. Um and as we learn in Untucked, sometimes her delivery doesn't always convey that. Right. So right. yeah. Um I wanna talk about Mr. Furley walking into the workroom. Oh, oh, you mean when Brew comes in after his uh, recumbent bike workout? <laughs> oh, so out of breath. Yeah. Oh, man, I just read it Us Weekly and did 20 minutes of gentle rotations on a flat surface. While watching Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, exactly, and a little bit of Judy, a little bit of Judy. And reward. And, reward. and also reward. Yeah. Um, before Rue comes in, I do want to just mention, and this is just kind of a passing thing, is uh, some of the workroom chat, Silky says, like, I think she and Evie are going back and forth. Oh, yeah, she's very like, playfully yeah. sparring. But yeah. then Silky says, well, I can't wait until we're in the bottom two together. And I was like, um, that felt like a Freudian slip, <laughs> you know, of like, I don't think you should be planning for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Silky, I don't know, Silky's been saying, she's she's like, well, you know, I'll, I'll lip sync for my life. I'll lip sync for my life. It's then like, do it okay. at the finale, girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to lose so you can show us now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't, I mean, it will happen. I yeah, feel like oh, they put it, that in, yep. it's going to happen, whether oh. it's in the finale or not, you know, I don't yeah. know. Um, uh, there was a, a tweet uh, that somebody wrote about Willem saying how every top three is a hero, an underdog, and a villain. Yep. And then they showed Brooke, Evie, and Silky. And I'm like, what? Well, except there's four now, so then you don't. Oh well, I think the four is usually the the ghost, right? So like Cameron Michaels, like the the one that just kind of slips in. Oh, I will. So, I guess Nina would be the hero, or would she be? The <laughs> I don't under- think Nina's gonna get. To, I I think they're editing her to not get to the top four, Mary. I don't think Nina's getting to the top four. I'm sorry. I'm wearing a Nina West T-shirt right now, and I'm yeah, saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so RuPaul comes in. <laughs> You know, I, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Uh, so Mr. Furley walks <laughs> yeah. in um, and talks about gal aesthetics and introduces me to someone I have fallen in love Connie with. Oh, I, yes, I know. Introducing love Connie. I, um, I, I feel like maybe I've seen this performer. I feel like she was in an Alaska video. God, where has she been my whole life? The, um, this was fabulous. This is my hair. I think if that might be the same queen. I'm not my hair. Sorry. Um, I'm what's that? You, do you know that song? I'm not my uh, hair. Uh, India Ari. Uh, anyway. Oh no, I don't. Um, I don't know her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I. Uh, I really enjoyed Love Connie. Yeah, I, she I was very funny. Thought she was great. She knew exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, her her best line was to Scarlet. Oh, Jean Jacket, I love you. Oh my God, you make me feel feminine with that beard. <laughs> yeah. And then they know me Malone it. I mean, she just kept going, and I was all in for, into it. So. I like that part when she uh, she called up Raj, and she's like, ooh, checkerboard her. And then she says, I'm not being racist. <laughs> and actually, I do have to say overall, but maybe specifically for that moment, Love Connie gets a Best Supporting Actress this week. Okay. I, I it, Oh, I loved her in the Drag Olympics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that <laughs> moment, too, when she fumbled on the on the bar but i on think the bar on the vault whatever it was but i, I don't care i'm, I'm not carrie strug <laughs> carrie struggling through these <laughs> olympics terms you don't carry yeah, yeah i don't <laughs> you don't carry about me yeah you don't nancy carry get about anything <laughs> don't be so tanya harding on me um <laughs> why why, why? <laughs> all right we're done anyway um but i mean i also just like 
I love drag where there's a bulge, there's some chest oh, hair. Sure. She's not she's not trying to like change the shape of her face. Like, ah, uh, it was great Skag drag. drag. Skag drag, Skag as drag. Nina, Nina educates yeah. us on. She does. Um, RuPaul's reaction whenever somebody does a split on the floor is like he's never seen it before. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, always... I, it's comedic now mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, <gasps> I feel like, like girl. <laughs> Who, I think the first like organic or the first time we saw Rue do that and then he realized he had lightning in the bottle was when Roxy took her wig off. Oh, yeah. And I think he's been doing an impersonation of that reaction like every season. Sure. Trying to get that moment. Right. The closest I think I, there was, and it's ironic because she was so covered up, is when Monet did the fake out and she like turned and laughed at Michelle. Oh, my God. I love it. I love that moment. <laughs> That's when she knew she was going to win All-Stars 4. Oh, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Uh, so um, Plastique looked like every ninth grade student I've ever taught. Oh, It was Plastique. so perfect. Yeah, yeah, she was giving me Pen15 realness. Uh, yeah. Oh, fabulous. I watched that whole season, by the way. Oh. Um, Pen15 is brilliant. Matreon episode. Yes. I, oh. I love, love that series. I love it. And, I mean, as a child of divorce, oh, sure. Anna is so accurate. The, like, glomming onto other people's parents thing. Oh, wow. <gasps> Ugh, but uh, the two of them are just the two of them are fabulous genius and like yeah the last two episodes are s- some real weepers uh, oh completely yeah completely yeah um silky eating snacks I, I love her Silky eating chips she's that was me micro moment yeah. yeah yeah my favorite though and the best another best supporting actress of the week when Akira takes off <laughs> <laughs> I can't like uh, there because there's a moment where she, like. Connie's like, go for it. And Akira's like, okay. She's like baby peach on a bike. Okay. And she just Here takes <laughs> and she just takes off with that little step move, whatever she was <laughs> Well, my favorite part is when she slapped Love Connie. Yeah, the, oh, the whole thing. That's why she won. That's why yeah. she won. No, Akira, let's just say Akira this week. We've been waiting. Oh, yeah. And she killed every moment of this challenge. Oh, I of agree. this whole episode. The whole episode. Yeah. yeah. She she was fabulous. Yeah. You know, because I was wondering why. Uh, Akira and Plastique won the mini challenge, and it wasn't like Evie who did those walkovers. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck! Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, was it Vanji who like rolled away with the wig? Oh, God, that was so <laughs> funny. Yeah. These mini challenges are getting better and better. Yeah. I wouldn't say better and better, but like they're great this season. They are. They're I, really working on it. Past seasons, there've been ones where it's like you know, you think of like season six where they're all like rolling on the floor in paint. Oh and my you're God. like, why is what, what was the golf one where they had to swing? Oh, it's All Stars two. two yeah. Selling underwear. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was uh, so good. Um, and Love Connie totally helped, right? I think it's smart to bring in these guests to kind of like pep up the mini challenge. Yeah. And I feel like what's great is this was, I mean, it's great that they have like past Drag Race contestants, but this is like a different kind of drag. Oh, yeah. And it's valid. And like right. I think having Nina's talking head kind of validating it because, you know, Nina's talking heads are, you know, yes. it's, you know, teach me how to daddy. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, it's right. just kind it's of why most... I bought her merch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like educate me on your ways. <laughs> Can I just also mention this occurred to me taking notes is that we've been calling her like the camp counselor, camp director. And I'm like, oh, because like camp, because she's like a camp uh, queen. I, I, uh, so anyway, I just didn't realize I just didn't realize how smart that was. You want some more? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's just like <laughs> tightening the, the neckerchief and uh <laughs> So anyway, um, uh, yeah, this is great. Um, I so yeah, so so Plastique wins uh, because she did that split that RuPaul just loved, mm-hmm. and Akira obviously because you know she's lap love Connie, and because she, it, I just can't. I watched it so many times when she just started taking off, yeah, I just, yeah. and I just wait, Akira takes takes off. off. Um, so 
I guess when they're they're picking their teams, Tuck Pantistan and the People's Republic of Glamazonia. I don't. I just just to me- I think we would be remiss if we if we didn't mention the leg guitar. Oh, oh! I was trying to skip over it because I knew that you had to breathe into the paper bag. Oh yeah, no, I have <laughs> been I have been breathing into a paper bag full of French fries um, because that's how bad it is that I need to emotionally eat and breathe into the bag at I, the same time. I think the nuance you hated the most was the tongue going across her top lip. I I just yeah, that's that is true that it's air the only. The thing about air guitar, like the the cherry on the shit Sunday, is the <laughs> mouth work that happens. It's like the white man's overbite that happens, or like any of that, like you know, like leaning in thing I, that I just can't. Like as if you're actually doing something. Oh, you hate when people have a good time, I, don't if you? If I see joy, no, I am. I am. Uh, welcome uh, to the stage, Pyongyang. Leave joy yeah. alone, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Stick to your ivory soap. Yeah, you know what sparks joy. Not that. Um, so, so my favorite moment when they're picking teams is when Akira calls out Evie, and Evie goes, "What?" Oh, <laughs> you don't that, that? no, I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, and Scarlet gets picked last. Yep. This was uh, the only good thing about this was when Nina has a talking head, and she goes, "Oh yeah, put the brakes on, because Scarlet's on our team, and she's not an answer." <laughs> This is where, like there's moments where Nina is like someone's mom and she's like got like she's doing a carpool duty and she's driving everyone home and she's like being funny in the front seat. When she's not being dad, she's being mom, you know? Yeah, she she's like, "Hey, who wants McDonald's?" She yeah. goes to the drive-through. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. she like tries to like be funny with the person at the intercom to make everyone laugh in the car. And they're like, "I'm sorry, ma'am, I don't know what uh just a number 2 and uh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I was just I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> Oh Nina. Oh Nina. Um, um. So there's some dancing in the workroom that happens. I guess like uh, they're uh, Evie and Brooke are talking about pirouettes and Brooke. They're kind of even more setting up this idea that maybe Evie's in trouble because Brooke's like, oh, I can't do what Evie does because I'm never out of control when I dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was just an interesting moment that they chose to show. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I. I, I think what I took away from that and, and kind of a longer running thing, like Brooklyn Heights obviously is super talented, super accomplished, super Canadian, you know, super tall, all those things. Sexy. Uh, yeah. yeah all, you got it. She is. Yeah. Um, puts the man in Manitoba. But I I'm getting a little bored and I don't know why. Yeah. There's a there's this like Chad Michaels vibe. I'm yeah. getting From her where it's all great. Right. She, I would I don't knock anything she's doing, but I don't know if I'm like as excited as I am by like Evie. Sure. Or obviously Nina or yeah. even Akiria, you know, like Mystique, yeah. Yeah. And Akiria, who's also like a pageant queen. Right. There's something about her that I'm I'm getting excited about. Right. And so I don't know what it's it almost is. like it's almost like it's too perfect. It's kind of like a Courtney Act situation yeah. where it's just like Oh, she's going to do great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of don't watch her because I'm like, oh, she'll be fine. You know? Right. And so. I want to see more face from her. Yeah. I missed that in the in the the challenge. Yeah. There wasn't as much face from her. Maybe she didn't have the same kind of moments as the other queens, but. Yeah, I don't remember her having like, yeah, a moment. Um, yeah, I guess I just, I feel like, so this moment where she's kind of comparing herself to Evie, I think is like an example of that. It's like, well, Evie being quote unquote out of control is what makes it interesting, right? You know, it would be it, it again. It's it'll be cool to see Brooklyn lose control. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, this is the same note that Chad Michaels got of like essentially they said, "Don't be pretty, don't be pretty," right? You know, like get messy, and then like the next week she did like this sort of very clean, you know, hard rock lady. Oh, you know, it was like, well, 
Okay. Is well, this is you, this Is this your messy? Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we get the, to the rehearsal with uh, Travis Wall, i.e. the new Lucian Piani. And I am fine with that. I, I really like Travis Wall, but besides the fact that he looks like he does porn in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, okay, right? okay. Like, and, and there's like a Lucian Piani vibe to him, right? Like you see the similarities and that, that like LA-ness. Mm-hmm. There's no knock to him. It's a, He has kind of a more relaxed way of when he's talking to them that feels like, like Lucian was very low-key okay. when he wasn't like you know well, bef- yeah, before. on Instagram right, before, doing all that other stuff that, that wasn't stuff. so low-key yeah. um, and I think Travis is very similar there's also kind of a little more warmth than oh, we completely. get from some of the completely. other choreographers very queer very kind of like I don't care that I'm queer yeah yeah. yeah. I, I really like him and I think that you know his uh, comments on the judging panel like I think his contribution in the episode overall I was like you can come back anytime you want like you're kind of great yeah you know I agree I, you know I, just to kind of, I don't know, uh, go into it a little bit. I was talking with a friend of mine about Travis Wall uh, on the episode. The idea of Travis teaching ball choreography and him not being a part of that tradition is, uh, it's just sort of like a little red flag. It's like, why not include someone that has done balls, has has mm. has done balls. I'm sure he's done a few. <laughs> Speaking of porn in Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Obviously, like, I'm sure he has plenty of friends out there that he's studied with and, like, has learned all of that with. That's not to knock his skill and what he's bringing, but um, I think the thing, and this is what my friend was talking about, who is part of the ball culture, was that Travis taught it as choreography without the idea of culture. Yeah, that's a good point. It would actually be really cool to see someone who's, like, Benny Ninja, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, who's like deeply in the ball culture, like knows where this music's coming from, right. so to speak. And I just think like that's so on brand for RuPaul to like m- acknowledge and bring that into Drag sure. Race. Sure, yeah, that's a good point. I wonder. That's a. It's a great point. I wonder why that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know. Uh, one of the things that I kind of learned uh, from this discussion is uh, that a death drop in ball culture is actually not called a death drop. I think I'd heard that somewhere else. Yeah, that like it's called a dip. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe Aja talked about that. I don't know, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aja, death drop is kind of just like a term that kind of just got laid put onto it. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and it's fitting. Well, sure, yeah, it's, it's got more dangerous. dramatic than like, oh, it's just a dip. Yeah. <laughs> just having a little dip, you know. It just sounds like sour cream and seasonings. Delicious. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, uh, just, just, um, just amusing. Um, uh, thinking about who they're bringing on this show mm. uh, since it's a queer platform. Yeah. Uh, not to knock Travis Wall because I, because I will say this: what was created for this challenge. This is a lot of fucking work, yeah. and it was fabulous. It was great. I, I really, thought it was fabulous. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I am still not a big Adam Rippon fan. I hear you. I hear you. His uh, interview on What's the Tea was was really great, um, and and he did. A, I mean, in terms of like queer people in the Olympics on a huge stage, living his truth. Like, I think that's that's notable. Um, I, I, I will say that I will say when he was with Travis choreographing, he was just kind of there talking about facials. Well, yeah, like at one <laughs> point he he says, um, "You guys just need to sell it," and I was just like, "Oh, you do." <laughs> I like, yeah, duh, sweetheart. Like, I don't think you got to win a bronze at the Olympics to know that, right? Yeah. Like, I know that, <laughs> and like, I just downloaded an app on my phone to help me work out. So, like. We all know this. Yeah. Well, what what's notable about Adam is I think he's the oldest 
Olympian that that's competed in in figure skating. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I it's not so. I mean, his accomplishments Out aside, gay, or like, like all of that aside, I just think that like it, it just I I'm not quite sure he can totally sit at the adults table. You know, I mean, he's young. Like I just don't think he like. Is it just doesn't seem like he's like getting all the same references or like okay. I don't know. And I heard him on Ross Matthews podcast. He's a sweet guy, but it just feels like oh, you're just so young. Like I hear you. I'm, I did, I I don't think he contributed much until I saw him with Michelle, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's why he's here to just kind of be an Olympian on mm-hmm. Drag Race, a gay Olympian on Drag Race that has an Olympic theme. It's like, okay, welcome to the table. I'm mm-hmm. happy you're here. Uh, so in that sense, like I'm, I'm I celebrate Adam. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that they could have done more. Right, and I, I think if it were Johnny Weir instead, I wouldn't be saying anything. Oh, like, I see. And I think it's just a matter of like kind of earning authority. Okay. You know, like I just, I'm like, why am I going to listen to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Little pipsqueak. I, I don't, I, I like, I don't know. Anyway, I, that's just my opinion. That's not the opinion. It's right. just mine. I hear yeah. you. Um, so, yeah, so we have this rehearsal. The rehearsal is, again, it's a lot of ruses, a lot of, oh, well, I feel like Scarlett's messing up now, but she's going to kill it later. Like right. all of that stuff. Right. Um, Silky, they're talking about her explosive personality and everything. Um, but I think the notable moment here is when Travis calls Evie back, which I don't think we've ever really seen. Uh, I think Alyssa had a moment uh, when she called a queen back. I think it was Eureka. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Because uh, Alyssa choreographed that challenge with in season 10 with Eureka. And I think she had a moment with Eureka. And Eureka was like all in her head. Yeah, I think it was during. It wasn't kind of like one of those like stay after class moments. Oh, I think it was. Oh, maybe. I, that's all. Season so, 10 is so, so many dance challenges ago. <laughs> I will say I would have loved to have a stay after class moment with Travis Wall. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, again, talking <laughs> about the... doing porn in Fort Lauderdale. I know that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah. on the wall, on the desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Travis Wall, Travis Bed, Travis Kitchen Sink, if you get the right, you know. <laughs> Angle. Uh, well, but, but she says she's like, I don't want to be babied because of my condition. You know, I don't want to have to hold myself back to play safe. Safe gets you sent home, and this goes into that big discussion that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what would happen? Um, and I think that's a fair question. Like, what would happen if a queen was like, I can't, I actually physically can't do this. Now what? Yeah. Am I being? Am I going to be penalized? You know. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. That is a good question. Is like, what? At what point? Are you, are you given? Yeah, like at what point are you given a pass for something that like has nothing to do with how much talent you have, right? And and has nothing to do with how much charisma, uniqueness, or nerve you're bringing either. You sure. know, like I think that's, I mean, I think that's what they're addressing with Evie, right? You know, and I I'm assuming we're going to have many more episodes with her, and this is probably not the last physical challenge of some sort. So, I think if we're hearing about all of this, we're probably going to hear more about it again. Maybe. Um. So I don't know. I I think I don't think we've ever seen on Drag Race other than like Eureka on crutches for a week. I don't think we've really ever seen disability like discussed or like addressed or navigated on Drag Race or sure. like queens navigating disabilities. Right. Um. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, they're talking about it. That's great. Like if if all this is is to talk about a new topic on Drag Race. Yeah. Um. That's great. Totally. Um, yeah, I was I was here for it, and especially in the mirror discussion, which is coming up in a little bit. Um, 
So, oh, and also just a quick note in the rehearsal when Travis calls on Scarlett and she goes, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Was me. Yeah. Uh, as we heard in the theme song. Yes. Um, <laughs> I also want to just note that when when Brooklyn Heights says that, like, Silky's over there, like the greatest catch. <laughs> but then she, like, spins it and she's, oh, like, yeah, she's giving like, her credit for, yeah, like, sticking right. to her crazy. I was right. like, no one has ever been more Canadian. You know, like, this is the most Canadian read I've ever heard of, like, well, she's over there looking at the greatest catch. But, like, I got to give her credit. Like, she's just committed to her crazy. So it's really great. It's great. So yeah. I'm like, sorry if I was sounding harsh. You know, I'm like, oh God bless you. Oh God bless her. Um, so yeah, they come back into the workroom, um, and there's a little fart gate that happens. Yeah, which I, I think, know you love. I think I took a note of like, we're not talking about the fart. Yeah, um, it was probably Vanji. Then they were bl- they were blaming Silky, and I was like, oh, oh well, uh, too uh, much nutmeg. Uh, <laughs> I, I will. I did like when Silky was in the Talking Head, and then her hair fell off. Oh, her hat fell off. Get yeah. my wig, girl. Get my wig. Yeah, it was a good moment. Good yeah. moment for her. Um, we have Dream Girls Corner. Okay, so I just what's up with this? Speaking. Okay, first I just want to mention. Speaking of Silky, the 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 Oprah E. Schmackty moment. The Schmackty wisdom of you got it or lip sync for your motherfucking life. And like looking off into the distance, mm. I was like, "What is this wrinkle in time nonsense you're bringing <laughs> me, Miss Winfrey? I'm not buying it." Um, so that happens, but then I mean, listen, oh, man. I am a sucker talking through tears and a Viola Davis nose dribble. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know Vanjie was uh, coming for a Best Supporting Actress, but guess who our next nominee is? Uh, I mean, we thought Ariel Versace was the pretty crier. Oh, this was. Beautiful crying, and the cut to the talking head. I watched this a few times, and I think it's. I this is what finally gave me her her gave her her nomination this week, is when she's talking in the talking head during this moment, and the like Oscar the Grouch voice is gone, and she's very just like, like it's very Valerie Cherish turned off, Mm. and she says, "I've been kind of scared," and like she's just like very real. And then I was like, uh, "Best supporting actress." I knew you. I knew you'd earn it. She you know? got it. It was when she turned off the Vanjie that right. she got the BSA. So, um, you know, that's fair. And again, yeah. you know, not seeing Vanjie and seeing Vanessa. Yes, that's what I'll call it. Seeing Vanessa, yeah. cherishing Vanessa, cherishing Vanessa, uh, which is an in the details reference. My other <laughs> podcast. Um, um, yeah, yeah, she she does. She, I guess she doesn't want to come back to disappoint. But I'm just kind of like. This is a, this is another Alyssa Edwards moment. It's like does does Vanessa even know that she's lightning in a bottle? That she really that she's right. perfect. Like like she will go on snatch game and it will be fabulous. Well, I she's just a be Vanji. Yeah, I think that that's true. But I guess I was saying last week, and I do stand by this that uh, you know, and Vanji said like she's got to hone all this bullshit into something real. Right. I don't feel like she's ho- she has a lot of great bullshit that I don't think she's fully honed. Mm. I think that. I think that what Vanjie needs, like, I think that you're right, that she's got all of this, like, Alyssa Edwards, like, star power and charisma. Like, we talk about the different levels, and she's got 150% charisma, but uniqueness is at, like, a 65% right now. Well, I I think she's really unique. I I think uniqueness in terms of, like, we're seeing the same runway every week. I think the nerve is what I'm missing. The idea that she can step out of a comfort zone. But I... I think it's the uniqueness and the nerve because it's like I, I don't think there's anything new I'm necessarily seeing in the drag. The uniqueness is like her personality, but what they're looking for is for her to apply that to the drag. Oh, I see what you You know saying. what I mean? It's, yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. I mean, I will say, not to jump the boom gun, but in the challenge, I couldn't keep my eyes off of her in that challenge. And maybe that's because she was the one with the blue hair. But yeah. she 
she can fucking sell a lip sync. Yeah, I was just you know obviously watching Nina West the whole time. I know. So, like, I know. I, were too. there other people on that <laughs> stage? I was only looking west. You know what I mean? uh, <laughs> uh, We get a little backstory from Brooklyn and ballet Trucadero, uh, ballet in drag. It's I mean again more about how fucking talented this mm-hmm. queen is on this show. Yeah, and but and what a dichotomy to have her telling that story of like this great sort of like athletic almost kind of success that she's had and then immediately after we go into Evie's story you know right. like what a like a, a balancing act you know right yeah Evie talking about invisible disabilities you know the idea when she mentioned being in a wheelchair in 10 years or seeing somebody with the same mm-hmm. disease in a wheelchair in 10 years it it brought up the question of like would they would she be able to compete on drag race would they have that mm-hmm. well I mean I think that extends the conversations around like what types of queens are welcome on RuPaul's Drag Race like Mm. Drag Race Thailand they made it clear we're open to all genders all nationalities if you do drag you can come apply and um, I mean that being said challenges even in in Drag Race Thailand if you were in a wheelchair no no some actually I take that back I think most I think you could pretty much do most of the challenges in Drag Race Thailand mm. or or adjust them for someone Sure I mean people in wheelchairs do dance choreography That's all the true. time they I mean it's like it's it's just like any person with a disability. It's like all the other things are even more fabulous, right? And that's you know that can it, it can be like well, let's see how you're gonna do this. Like like I think right, that's like right. let's see. it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's different. I think, um, and it says something, right? right. And drag should be doing that. Yeah. And so, obviously, I mean, I I think it would be really cool. I think that there are certainly drag queens who are you know, I'm sure there are drag queens in wheelchairs sure, performing. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Um, I loved Suga when she said, you never know what someone is going through. And this is something that we have to remember all the time mm-hmm. um, whenever we're interacting with people. Yeah. You really don't know what somebody is going through, What's what they did the other day, what happened the other day. Mm-hmm. I ran into a neighbor of mine uh, on the street yesterday and I just like went for a six mile run. And then I run into him and uh, he had like tears in his eyes. And, you know, he was just like, hey. I gotta go see my dad And like I didn't want to ask any questions But I'm just like Oh girl Like something's happening you Yeah know? And if yeah. he snapped at somebody on the subway Would they know what he's going through You know what I mean Right I mean yeah Fucking I th- passion I think about that a lot When I'm on like a crowded subway And like someone's getting into my personal space And it's like If I If you like Even if just like looking at that person It's like Oh okay I had a different image in my head Of even who you were And just like looking at your face I see you're a human being Right and you're not out to get me. And like, there's that moment of like, oh, well, wouldn't it suck if you were just like this like nice person who accidentally stepped on my foot and I was an asshole about sure. it? Like, yeah. I would not like that. Totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Evie, this storyline, I don't know if it will continue or not. I, I'm again, I'm hoping that this is the last dance challenge. Yeah. Um. But for Evie's sake, maybe not. Like mm-hmm. she's she says she's a fast healer, which I loved. Well, I mean, I think you know. Seeing by the end of this episode, she was, uh, you know, she was on ice. So it's kind of like, <laughs> see what happens next week, right? right. Like, I, I'm curious to see the last time we saw this, the, you know, the next week, the week the queen went home. Well, so. this is a design challenge. I feel like it's, yeah. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe, sh- yeah, I don't know. I, it would, yeah. It would be crazy if Evie went home on a disability thing. Like right, if she went home because she got hurt, right? Yeah. That would be yeah. the gag of the season because she's doing so well. She's a front runner to go to the end. Yeah. Right? And, Underdog story. And I mean, and talk about someone who like, I mean, she was like, I, I got to keep applying because like my window of opportunity is closing. Right. So oh like, my God. hey, come back in a year. This isn't a queen who can like just be like, yeah, sure. I'm sure I'll be fine. Sure. So Oof. 
Yeah. Uh, so the runway, uh, RuPaul in gold medal jacket. Yeah, th- this reminded me of like the season four theme. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. Um, I love Travis Wall with glasses. Oh, he looked great. What he, a little sweetheart. Yeah, you know, got out of that little basketball jersey and like yeah. cleaned himself up. I was yeah. into it. I don't always love bleach blonde hair, but there was something like that I liked with the glasses and mm-hmm. I, it was cute. I accepted the f- it was it was an Angelica Houston quality. Altogether it worked. <laughs> but disparate parts, yeah. Okay. I don't know why that's Angelica Houston. So Angelica Houston is like some of her characteristics individually are like her nose might be too big or she might have certain fe- features that like might not be classically beautiful. But when you put Angelica Houston together, it's like stunning. Mm. So somehow these disparate parts t- come together to create this like amazing illusion. Yes. Angelica Houston. Uh, uh, Adam Rippon. You know, I will say he looks like my ex Andrew, except a little like way gayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, he, he's uh, cute. Yeah. He's, I mean, you know, I, I want him to like gain ten pounds in fifteen years. You know what I mean? Like, right. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I'm with I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. An ex figure skater ten years later. Yes. Yes. I, Delicious. I like an ex athlete, ex porn star, ex figure skater. Mm. Like that's that's my aesthetic. Um. And did you know who Mariah Nugasatu is? No, I did not. Nugasatu. I think I wrote her name down. And uh, Mariah N- Nagasu. Nagatsu, Yeah. N- Nagasu. Yeah. Um. She was super sweet. She. Was, it was almost like they were like Adam was like. Hey, you want to come on Drag Race? Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I didn't know her name at all, but she seemed very happy to be there. And oh, yeah. She seemed great. Uh, a shame that Ross Matthews was not there. Right. Because he is also, that was like his thing um, when he was on the Jay, like Jay Leno show was he like did like reporting or coverage oh, live. for the Olympics. For the Olympics. Like, this oh. whole thing that he like, because he loves the Olympics and he loves figure skating. Where and has so, Ross Matthews been? I guess he's been. He's been. He's, he's been on the show. Oh, what on Drag Race? Yeah, yeah he was here last yeah, week. He was he's, there last week. Yeah. He's been there, I think, more than Carson. Okay, well, yeah, Carson is like, yeah, yeah absolutely, which absolutely, I'm like, obviously, father. I like Carson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know how that is, but I, I love getting more Ross. So, um, so the Drag Olympics again, we loved, love Connie. Connie's back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I love the 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 song because it was just like so oh many God, references. Yes, this is what it was about. Yeah. I'm loving all of these DJ Shy Boy remixes. Yeah. Um, it the show just envelopes on itself. It's this whole culture, this whole whole microcosm that I think is really working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've created their own reference points. Yeah, and, and you know, you kind of like become this self sustaining culture that right. you don't need to pull from you know uh whatever top model references anymore how do you think laganja feels though whenever they keep doing that same bit i feel very attacked i just wonder right i know i mean it, it it's She's like ah. it's like if they played roxy saying like i'm just so tired you know what i mean like or, i she left me in a door uh, bus stop yeah. when i was three years old you know yeah. like like we don't need to hear you know i mean even the moment when rupaul was like you know we gay people we get to choose like i mean it was like a. Uh, it wasn't like a jokey moment in the song, but it. It's so weird to see that like reappropriation of right. like a like a this? meaningful or a darker moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. It almost feels like, like slightly tone deaf, but then it's like, well, no, it works. It's, it's just all kind of part reading. Of the world. It's just reading. It's reading. Yeah, it's fine. Um. So Team Akira, the standouts for me, actually, were Silky and Akira. Akira. I mean, Akira for sure. But can we just talk about Silky with the batons? Sure, the batons. I was, was not expecting that. Yeah, there was a, some part where she just like fell on the floor and laid there. That part I love. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, Silky was fun to watch because it's like, yeah, let's just see how Silky's going to handle this. Sure. Um, because Silky's going to apply her her you know 
ganache to it, you know. <laughs> she'll put her she'll put her ganache into it. <laughs> but I mean, Akiria, it was like it was like five weeks of Akiria building up kinetic, en- you know, potential energy, mm. and then just kinetic. Yeah, it was episode. all phase. Yeah, it was all phase. She she <clears throat> sold it. She was she was so she good. Really sold it. Yeah, yeah, she and you know, Shuga can move. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. Shuga could move. She did those like jump splits thing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, the, you know, work. the first time I watched it, um, Tukpanistan, I, I thought the other team was stronger the first time I watched really? it. The first time I watched okay. it. Okay. Watching it again, it was so clear yeah. that this was great. Yeah. 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 And the choreography alone, I again, huge shout out to Travis Wall. I mean, mm-hmm. this was a huge undertaking. I can't believe that they did this in it like a day or two. Yeah. That's amazing. There's I, so much that went into this. I think that really, I mean, probably the, like the magic, like, you know, the magic ingredient to help them like figure this out was was probably when Adam Rippon told them, like, you guys just really need to sell it. Like, I think that's yeah. what gave them the fuel they needed <laughs> was um, that God. sage piece of wisdom. Well, these these routines were long. Like, this was a lot. And so, the, I mean, this wasn't just like little bits, like little, this was a whole thing. Yeah. They probably had to, when they got into the space, they had to re-space and mm-hmm. do it. They probably did this so many times. Yeah. And I'm thinking about Evie's ankle. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. I mean, this is the same, this is like the, same amount of choreography that we would see in like an all-stars top four music video challenge yeah or the finale yeah or like, probably even more than the finale yeah like this was like a lot this was a lot this was really i it was mean hard this is a tough challenge and i think you know it's probably most obviously most reminiscent of like the cheerleading challenge but like oh no hey well i think just in terms of having a floor show oh i hear that yeah, yeah. A, this a, was live though too well yeah but i think that like comparing to that this worked so much better for a couple of reasons they had less queens. Right. It was more drag specific. It wasn't like what? Why the fuck are we watching them do like cheerleading? Yeah. You know, towers. We should be seeing them doing Vogue offs. Right. You know? Right. 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 Um, Fanography. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what makes sense. Uh, and I think that this did a better job of featuring each of them, some more than others, but giving them all like a distinct moment to own this. Yeah. Some owned it more than others but i think i mean in the second group i think there were some yeah you know? th- this first group i thought they all did really really, really same well. same yeah. i mean yeah. evie slipped and that sucked and it looked like it fucking hurt yeah but i was so impressed that like the adrenaline adrenaline mm-hmm. kept her going she didn't falter no. at all after that no yeah i mean she really uh i mean it's interesting because evie you know she says like i just i don't i don't want to have to like play it safe and i think that's such an interesting way to Look at this because she's like literally and figuratively not playing it safe. Right. And it's I, dangerous. Yeah. And I think that's, there's that element of like drag being dangerous, not being exciting. You know, mm. drag performances like, what is it? The, um, uh, what, something Amon Dupree, the one who falls from the ceiling in the I Need a Hero oh, lip sync. Oh, yes. Um, where it's like, oh my God, that's so dangerous. But it's also <laughs> like, but that's the thrill of it. But, you know, that being said, like, it's not fun if you're not if you're going to be taken out of the competition. Oh you know? no, no! Uh, I mean, that's like it was Tandy Amon Dupree. Tandy, um, that's what it was. But yeah. I, but uh, it's I like how this. It actually wasn't that dangerous mm-hmm. to do this type of floor show. Mm-hmm. But Evie, because of her invisible disability, like what's what I mean? Is yeah. like anything Evie just like overworking her body when it's already telling her like right. stop? I don't know if that's always smart, but. It's it's admirable. It's admirable, but I but I also think that that can be very similar to that idea of like you know working sixty eighty hours a work you know a week because like you're you're hustling yeah like fuck that no you're not you're working yourself to death right yeah right um 
so uh, sorry, God. Oh, I was gonna say Team Plastique. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, the standout. I mean, we'll talk about Nina in a second, but like Vanjie, there's just something about her when when she's just moving. There's so much kinetic energy, and obviously the blue hair I think helped, but mm-hmm. she sold sold the fuck out of this dancing. Yeah, Vanjie again. She always has that quality, like someone's mean little sister who's coming to like <laughs> yeah! defend them in a, in a neighborhood fight. <laughs> What's going on over here? You know, <laughs> you bothering my brother? I'm gonna tell mom. Yeah, she'll just she'll be like she'll beat them up herself. Right, like she, right. She's the little sister that the older brother's friends are actually afraid so of. Go here comes Vanjie. Oh my god, there's Vanessa. Here she comes, and I'm like I'm like a pink yeah, bicycle tri- with tricycle. training wheels. Yeah, 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 with yeah. training wheels. Big wheel. Clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> Yeah, I'm back with a Vanjie. Yeah, she, uh, uh, a Vanjie's. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> it no, works both ways. It's very much like uh, like an Angelica on Angelica yes, Pickles. Yes, on yes, Gats. she has that quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I like that about her, of course. But I mean, I just like the same thing I keep saying about her is like hone that bullshit. You have yeah. so much potential. You're so charismatic, but like make it seem like this all wasn't an accident. Right. You know. Right. Um, the note I had when Scarlet tripped was because we've been seeing Scarlet running throughout oh, the whole yeah. episode, uh, and finally she tripped. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Finally, finally, it was when I saw that I was like, "Well, yeah." I mean, well, no, she succeeded. She succeeded. Yeah, it needed <laughs> to happen. Is. It needed to happen. Better happen now. Uh, so Nina's face journeys. I mean, the whole Latrice was it Latrice. The speech. Yes. Get did. back up again. Knock uh-huh. down. And then she like knocks Scarlet down and then does the whole. Mm-hmm. That like swirly. Yeah. Thing. Pulling her. Yeah. Pulling her to her crotch. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I I took the note like yeah, Nina's faces and some synchrofi- synchronized voguing on a beat drop. Right. Cla- crowd pleasing. Yeah. Like I'll never be mad at those two qualities. Yeah. She but did really well. Overall, though, I mean, yeah, this group, I think, was. You could, I, I think they said this in the critiques. Like you could feel more of a tentativeness. Yeah, know? and I, th- I think that was because of Scarlet and even Plastique. Like, Plastique was totally lost in this challenge. Yeah, I didn't. I agreed with that judge's critique. It was yeah. just like, oh, this was not. Yeah, though to be honest, happened. I know that Scarlet wasn't like hitting all the choreography. Nina wasn't either. But um, see, I can have critiques about Nina, but I felt like both of them were working hard to sell it and. Oh, Nina was. I think Scarlet, there was a lot of Oh, Scarlet was, oh, I thought you were talking about Plastique. Yes. <clears throat> no, no. I feel like Scarlet was, was, you know, if she didn't, if dancing was at a low, personality she kept as high as oh, possible. Yeah. And I think you compare that to, like, Raja, Raja was who lost too. didn't have much personality, and she's, of course, blaming Scarlet. I'm like, well, then, if you're such a good dancer, then move over, Raja. Yeah. Like, then adapt, you know? But I think to me, ultimately, that's more important is what Scarlett was doing. Right. So, like, I stand by what I said in the lip sync, but in this challenge, like, Scarlett, to me, I think accomplished the same thing Nina accomplished. Yeah. I mean, I will say dancing, when the person next to you is off, like, it throws you off. And I'm sure. And she probably got in her head and she was just like, oh, fuck, fuck. And so she mm-hmm. was trying to kind of truck through it, but. Yeah, but I, th- I just think that there were moments. I don't know. I, I wish they had shown us those moments more. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see those moments. That's things I didn't see those moments. So I, I never there was. N- I saw those moments happen. I saw that happen with Nina at one point yeah. more than I saw it happen with Raja right. and Nina adjusted. Mm. So I'm just saying it's RuPaul's Drag Race. This is all stars. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nobody's safe. Yeah. Uh, you know what's going to happen. This is all stars. Um, you want to talk about these looks, Mary? Uh, I do want to just mention before we do that, um, our sweet Canadian Brooke picking up Evie during oh, that ribbon thing. Very sweet. Uh, you know, yeah. little things like that. Gotta give it to her. Gotta give it to her. I, yeah. I, I know, Brooke, I may not be super excited by her, but I still think she's a good egg. I mean, I'm excited by her, mm. and I'm losing... Losing momentum with her. Yeah, she came in very strong, and now I'm like, okay, now what? She set the bar really high in the beginning. Yeah, so yeah. It's she like, set the high bar really high. Yes, she did. She needs to get on the rings now. Now she's getting those <laughs> rings. I need to see a little, little, a little trapezing. She's she's a little too trapezy right now, you know. And uh, no net, no net, no net, <laughs> no no net, no 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 net. Oh jeez. Yeah. All right, so gold on the runway up there at those Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so looks, all that glitters. All that glitters and gold. Oh, yeah. Akira. Oh, sh- so she wins. New Paul. That's what yeah. I call this look. New Paul. There's a new this, is, this is the most glamorous thing I've seen on the runway in this season so far. I mean, wow. I normally, is that hyperbole? Maybe. But like this, I was just like, <gasps> I think it may be. I mean, a gown, you know, it's hard for a gown to be exciting. Right. Try as you may, Miss Royale. But Akira, this is how you make a gown exciting. Yeah, I'm thinking of like Manila last season. The great look. Oh, my God. Yeah. This it, is another, it's like, this will be talked about as yes. like one of the best looks. And it felt like for a certain like type of drag, it felt perfected. Yeah. Like there, I couldn't see, like, I don't know anything, but like, just like everything felt right. The stones on her eyelashes and her eyes and mm-hmm. the makeup, it was so well, so well done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Akira just killed this week. Yeah. You know, this whole runway started off real, real strong uh, with, with one exception because Brooks next, uh, this Norma Desmond, I was like into the high camp. Yeah, I, I was too. I I like it. It was Sunset Boulevard, but it was also so I called this instead of Sunset Boulevard. I called it Evening Avenue, and it's a Canadian miniseries about a fading commercial actress in Winnipeg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh wow! So that's what I called this look, Evening oh, Avenue. Canada. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just thought that it was fabulous the way she, that she presented it with the cigarette and her eyes. It was it was great, and we yeah. had just. Gone to DragCon and seen Alexa Michelle and mm-hmm. a Norman Desmond. Always talk about Glenn Close in mm-hmm. a Sunset Boulevard movie. I don't know. I was here for this kind of reference. I my question is this: is it, when you look at it, it it's kind of like her mummy look. It, it's not. It's kind of simple in a way that I. I could see this being a look that's like really inexpensive that you make look expensive. Oh, okay. It seemed like this was just like a couple of yards of gold fabric that she just like did upright. Right. And added some props. Like that and that's fine. Yeah. But like I think that's I I guess that I would I guess what I'm trying to say is like I'm more impressed by this as a look that is super cheap, made to look expensive, oh, okay. than a look that's passing as like expensive and glamorous. I just left the performance of it. I yeah. thought it, it all worked together, uh, and it was a good second look. You mm-hmm. know how like you want your sorry sports reference. You want your leadoff hitter to like get a fucking you know yeah a triple or a double, mm-hmm. and then the second one might have to just squeeze bunt. It's kind of like um, to use a reference point that I I might be able to participate in, <laughs> uh, you know, like when they're figuring out the lineup for the roast, you got to start strong, oh, and then yeah. someone who can kind of keep it going, keep, keep the momentum going, but yeah. not necessarily overshadow them, but right. just keep the show going. Got it. Yeah. Um, Silky, unfortunately, talking about somebody that can sell a look, but the look is, I mean, this was not. This did not work for me. I love a church lady look. But Don't get me wrong. She's passing that collection plate around, and I'm not putting any money in. I was just like, what's up with that cross? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the crushy bears. Uh, um, Jesus, hanging off a cross, yeah. Silky. <laughs> yeah. um, it just wasn't up to par with some of the other looks. I thought her look and Vanjie's look were kind of the lowest for me. Yeah, I yeah, this look was not miraculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not in the least. Um, I I will say, kind of shimming on to Evie next. Yes. After this church look, isn't it ironic that we got a look that I would call Cain enabled? Oh my god. <laughs> Is that your that, Evie laugh? That's my. <laughs> oh wait, how, how would, what would be the Evie? <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry, Mary. You can play, you can fix that in edit. In post. It's yeah. it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. We're not there. <laughs> we're not there. Yeah. We gotta yeah. we gotta work on it. Yeah. We're not Amanda Kaczynski. Yeah, yeah, we gotta work on this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just I, she was very Helena Bonham Carter. With yes. those glasses, yes. with the, the the cool headpiece, I didn't know if I loved the look. I thought she sold it well because the cane, it was just a happy accident. It totally worked with the cane and the boots. I have to say, I love the boots. Yeah, the I, Chanel boots. Oh, yeah. the boots. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. I uh, I think if she didn't have the cane, I think that this look would have fallen a little flat. Sure. Like I, I don't think it was enough. Right. But I think the cane then created some kind of story. And and speaking of sugar cane. <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, we keep seeing this fabric the last time i think we saw it was monet's makeover look um the fabric that like the yeah where it looks like uh the, the couch yeah, yeah it looks like the the velvet couch yeah and, like you can move part of it and then the other part right have you seen the pillows where you move it and then it says fuck you yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i want that on the runway yeah um, oh yeah <laughs> uh yeah it says like Something and then it turns into fuck you. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, this this was a lot. This was extra uh, with the blue feathers and the bodysuit. I, I, it was over the top drag. Uh, yeah. I don't think it was the strongest on the runway, but it was a lot. I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked that it was draggy. Yeah, I liked it. I, I think that it, it like 80 percent worked for me. I said that it also kind of reminded me of like an old sunburn when you have like start like patches of skin that you still haven't like peeled off that are like need <laughs> okay. to go like okay. some of the like different. You know, some of the, the shimmery parts that have been moved one way uh-huh. looked like old skin. Right, right. Like, ooh, I get to peel that off my shoulders later when everyone leaves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> Plastic Tiara, you know, she she came prepared, is all I got to say. I mean, she yeah. continues to look gorgeous. Um, I mean, she's a fabulous drag queen. It just reminds me of Valentina's consistency with, like, Courtney Axe beauty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I call this look now with wings. I mean, I think that, like, I... <laughs> I it like, was a different silhouette. I mean, she had the. the I, I thought the feathers were gorgeous. It was just wonderfully made. I, yeah, I don't know why I'm like. It's a great look. Why I'm not like. Why it didn't like soar for me. You know, okay. like right, I. Mary. I squawk think, squawk. Yeah, right. It was more birds of like, on the runway. Yeah, it was more of a flightless bird. It was bird. It was sort of angel birds on the runway. Yeah, okay, yeah. it was kind of a flightless bird for I me. I mean, she had that really great headpiece. Mm-hmm. Th- it was um, different in in what plastique can do differently. Yeah, I think there's. I don't know. I feel like Plastique is she's going to soar soon. I hope so. I mean, I guess I would say that, like, to to quote Pangina, I think that I'm looking for Plastique to not be pretty, not okay. be pretty. Like, All I right. think I'm, I'm, I'm. It's similar like to Brooke. Like, oh well, obviously you're beautiful and you have a gorgeous transformation and your looks are great. But like, what else now? Okay, it's been like five, six weeks. That's pretty much been it each week. Sure. I know last week it was spooky. But it was, you know, beautiful. It was still beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited by Plastique. I think that next week, the sewing challenge, I think she's, I think it's going to be her challenge. I mean, it's Brooks to lose, um, but I think Plastique is 
going to be the sewing queen that she says she is. All right. Um, Raja, you know, I, it was a step up from Silky. It was better than Silky's cat suit or yeah. bodysuit. But again, it was it had the it had the really cool mask. All that glitters is glaucoma. I mean, that's pretty much how I saw it. I I liked it. I like I liked it. It was fine. I liked yeah. it. I like a I, I like, like a well fitting bodysuit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was very kind of Jasmine Masters in that. Yes, sense. very much so. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vanjie, this was by far the weakest on the runway for me. Um, uh. I thought the padding was really weird. It kind of like. I don't know. It, uh, you could see it. Yep. Um, and then the gold spray versus the color of her legs. I was. I don't know. And yeah, like why wouldn't you just have it all be gold if that's what you're doing? Yeah. Or don't do that because they read you for this every week. Right. Oh. Yeah. It's silly rabbit. Like. <laughs> I. I it was. It was strange. I mean, this was the whole thing of like, oh well, this was obviously the gold look that Vanjie had brought. So how could she change it up despite her critiques? Yeah, you know when this well, is what she had. There's plenty of stones. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I. Uh, it's hard. I, I guess. Listen, I can't sew, but I'm also not a RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. And shoot two seasons. She knows. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, <laughs> that joke's done. <laughs> no, we have to. You have to keep telling it until it gets funny. Oh, again. I see. Is that how it works? Oh, you don't know that because <laughs> you. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm getting uh, very You don't know how to keep impatient. repeating a joke over and over because he thinks the lady doth protesteth. Um, um, okay, so Nina West, Brunhilde. Oh, yeah. Very in much. In the ring cycle. This is opera drag. The ring cycle, but like the summer camp production of the ring cycle. Oh, oh for sure. And she's for like sure. the camp director who like comes out as a goop. Right. Yeah. It was like when Bugs Bunny dressed up as Brunhilde. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, I wrote down, take all of my money. Uh, you because know, yeah. I mean, I'm into this kind of like high camp. It's the thing is, is that there's so many young drag race fans or drag fans now that this type of drag I don't think is being showcased as much. Like mm -hmm. you go back to her Audrey Two look, it's a really creative, great look. But it compared to all of like the illusions and these, um, you know, when we we have our fashion. Uh, consultant Ileana um, mm -hmm. uh, educating us on all of these references that are being made on the runway that I don't get but I get these you know yeah. and so like th this is just a different way to walk down the runway instead of walking down like a fashion runway this is like walking down uh, a, an airport runway yeah 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 and, and not even like a major airport this is like <laughs> a you know this is like a commuter airport um, yeah I mean <laughs> <laughs> the moving walkway. Yeah, exactly. So it's broken down, so you have to you know, walk around it. But the airport's not that big, so there's really only one moving walkway. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think that – I know there were some tweets about this. I think Detox was tweeting about this. That, like, oh, yeah. I you know, that. That, that camp drag is still high drag, and it's just a different form of drag, and one that typically hasn't done well in RuPaul's Drag Race because there's been kind of this underlying, um, you know, kind of pedestal for – the you know classic female illusion or whatever you right, want to call right, it you right. know um, and high fashion yeah. I don't know like you have Naomi Smalls next to Nina West mm -hmm. it's like well damn you yeah. know especially because this has become a show where queens are bringing a lot of the looks that have been you know that they have for designed. the runway that have been designed right so it's like the drag economy right and so there's just kind of this implied thing that it's a bit of a fashion show right but I think. Oh, I love that she's doing yeah. what she's doing. I think to do this is to is to kind of like reinforce, no, this is a drag yes. show. Right. I think this comes back to a conversation we've had before about like 
you know, Raven and Tatiana? And do you change your drag to win Drag Race? Right. You know, I don't know. Because I think like. Well, you know, if you're a Bianca Del Rio, you don't have to. Right. So what I'm, I mean, like Nina's getting a certain edit here that that, that she's not good with the looks, mm-hmm. which makes me think that the next design challenge, which is next week or a makeover challenge mm-hmm. that like she's going to be in trouble. Well, I my feeling is that I'm like not happy with the edit and I'm wearing a Nina West T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. In case we forgot. <laughs> Um, take a drink every time she talks about her Nina West t-shirt. <laughs> so proud um, of it. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If she ends up in the bottom two, I have no doubt she's going to win that lip sync. Oh, I hear you. Like, I think that's just an opportunity for us to see Nina West kill a lip sync. Yes, yes. Agreed. Yeah. Um, she's asked to proportionize by Michelle mm-hmm. um, because I guess her shoulders are really big. She's a big girl. Right. And her, like, I guess her torso is, like, smaller and she's, I don't know. My coworker mentioned this to me on Friday. Um, he said that you know girls have broad shoulders. Yeah. So like, shut up, Michelle. Like right. what? Like now we're now we're critiquing like what a feminine like silhouette looks like. Right. But to and a Viking woman, this I is know, what she I would know, look like. She wouldn't have a big badonka dunk booty. Yeah, she's playing this big girl. I will say this. I will say that the skirt. If you are going to critique anything, the skirt could have done more. It, it either needed to be longer or shorter. Right. Yeah. Or it could have like had like different layers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it could have done more than what it did. She could have elevated that part to be a little more fashion-y sure. and still been campy. Right. I don't think she needed to like make her hips bigger. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I will. I think this this also goes back to like we we see like a sample of like what queens can do. And I think it's so interesting that I think a lot of people are, are seeing, oh, Nina, can't she can't do looks or she's not a fashion queen. Because then, like, there's that video of her on YouTube with that moving dress. Oh, I, I mean, that's and you're like, put her on the okay, map. like that's put like her on the map. that's a look. Yeah. And so I think, and I think what's cool about that, like using that example, is like it's so like high fashion and a little bit campy yeah. and dramatic yeah. and like Surprising. meaningful. So like, she knows what she's doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I'm keen to see. Yeah, I'm. Keen. I mean, if I was going on a drag race and I'm Nina West, I'm like. I'm going to pack for 14 episodes. Oh, So I'm yeah. going to save some room in my suitcase. So, you know, I'm a big girl. So it's just kind of like you got to, I don't know, there's only so much room in that suitcase. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm making excuses for our pizza queen. I, I I will say if I am going to critique that, yes, the skirt was a little basic and the, the, the bodysuit was, I thought, a little unnecessary because she was... Th- those legs and her shoulders that wasn't her oh, skin oh i didn't realize that yeah. yeah yeah i mean that can kind of take it over into like halloween costume territory right, right, yeah right. yeah um so scarlet envy i i just thought she looked gorgeous yeah i mean this was you know as she said ann margaret brooke shields like mm-hmm. i saw both of those references i think yeah. the fact that she can make those references not that they're like super ancient or like super obscure brooke shields is obviously a lot more you know it those eyebrows are kind of iconic. Um, I like that Scarlet Envy can make those references, like and like say them in the Talking Head, and then I'm like, and the receipts are there. Yeah. Silky's over here with her Evelyn, and I'm like, well, yeah, Levelyn. 
You know, Ovaline, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Less Eveline, please. <laughs> More Eveline, please. More Eveline, please. Yeah. But I mean, like this, like this is, yeah. She knows her references and she knows how to like portray them. Yeah, I thought this was great. Um, she did come prepared to lip sync. She so did. She had something on under it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I I get that the the silhouette was simple. That her drag is a little kind of understated. Um, and that you have to look a little closer, but it was gorgeous. And the mm-hmm. looks that she brought when she, uh, on What You Packin', I just thought were fabulous. Yeah. I mean, I also think she's not the first queen. I feel like Pearl was kind of like that. I think Pearl is her drag mother. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I just discovered that on Reddit recently. Reddit yeah. on Reddit. Reddit on Reddit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we've seen that with Pearl. We've seen that, you know, where queens where it's like, it's, it's in the details, it's in the nuances, mm-hmm. or it's just like, the the look kind of complements a large personality. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I I think for who Scarlet is, like the whole package of Scarlet Envy, like it make her looks make sense. Yeah, they make sense with her drag. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I, you know, and there was a great moment on the runway during the critiques when she just like rips off the silver necklace. Yeah, I'm like. Make it into a gif. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Uh, the irony of Adam Rippon talking about gold. Yeah. Is, I, I like when yeah, when she me. ripped it off, I thought it'd be a gif of like, um, <laughs> when you <laughs> when you show up preparing the top and then he tells you he's a bottom. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, well, whatever. I got this. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cockering. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So those are the looks. Um, there's that obvious moment with RuPaul when she says like to the bottom who who should go home they all pick Scarlet Scarlet chooses Raja this obviously causes lots of drama later Um, but you know it's a reality show I feel like they have to do it yeah I mean I think I appreciated that Nina kind of gave Scarlet credit for how hard she worked Um, before she got into that I I just want to mention RuPaul tells Evie no kick fucking oh yeah what a weird thing to say the hell is kick fucking I don't know what kick fucking is is this kitchens is this something else I just don't know what's kick fucking what's kick fucking I know what footing is well sure I mean I know what footing is I got two feet I know what you know don't lose your footing yeah right I know I know I know how to put a couple of slippers on you know don't pussy foot around (laughs) pussy footing yeah (laughs) pussy feet pussy feet Feet, Dottie. Are you pussy footing, Dottie? Um, pussy feet, Dottie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, kick fucking, kick fucking, Dottie. I don't <laughs> kick fucking Dottie. That's not drag name. Oh my god, kick fucking Dottie. Kick, kick fuck, like, love I, Connie and love, kick fucking Dottie. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and just on that theme of like honesty, when RuPaul asks, you know, who should go home and they all kind of say Scarlet, Scarlet eventually says Raja. RuPaul says, thank you for your honesty. Mm. I, I, I know that I'm, I'm picking on that, but I don't think she's ever responded like that before. Right. Well, I think that's referencing the last time when nobody, when they were like, oh, we're all, we all work together. And oh, she's just true. like, God damn it. All of you are listening. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty means thank you for helping us like tell a story here. <laughs> We're trying to make a TV show. We're trying here. to make a TV show. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like there was a stern talking to. Yes. Of like, it, it's kind of like I think. <laughs> Don't it, do that again. Yeah. I think it not was good. Season eight snatch game with the, with the supermodels with Gigi Hadid and the other one where like they weren't like giving good answers and RuPaul had to like he got mad and he was like no feed them lines and like they'd like stop. Is that true? I think so. Yeah, I oh, hear that somewhere. Tea. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they all choose Scarlet. Scarlet chooses Raja. Uh. The winner, obviously, we didn't mention is Akira, which is oh. you know a great win. Yeah. A great win for her. Yeah. On that team, I think I would have put 
Akira and and Silky uh, at the top. Uh, Silky maybe because of her runway, I probably actually yeah would have been somebody else. I um yeah I would I to me honestly Akira just like runway mini challenge maxi challenge yeah, she, talking heads this was her episode th- she just nailed it yeah she, she won fair and square yeah. yeah uh yeah we talked about the lip sync uh a little bit uh anything else to say about it well we just have our last best supporting actress oh, nomination which is in fact raja o'hara selling the slow part of last dance oh, wow. she had that like hand yeah the trembling she had the trembling hand, hand. She, i mean Again, like I'm not like she's not the queen that I'm rooting for, and not the queen I was necessarily necessarily rooting for in this lip sync. But like, she's, I feel like she's lip synced to this song eight thousand times in the shower. You yeah, know what I mean? It's it like so, this was it, she was so comfortable. It was so lived in. Yeah, and like I just like that's like good lip syncing. Yeah. So I get what people are saying, and I understand it, and I wish Scarlett stayed as a competitor, but like Raja was. Really impressive in this lip sync. We're gonna disagree here, and that's fine. I, I Scar, I would have kept Scarlet, um, only because I think Raja. She's been in the bottom. I, I'm kind of like, well, Raja. Yeah, no, I don't I, know. I'm, I'm more excited by perhaps what Scarlet was gonna bring because she kind of had this upward motion, mm-hmm. especially with the acting challenges. And no shade to Raja. I think she's fierce as fuck. Yeah, and I don't know. Well, in season 10, you know, the Cameron Michaels Miss Cracker lip sync. Miss Cracker had a lot of potential during the season. Sure. She was a real favorite. Right. She was Cameron a, did the same move. Cameron did this. And it was her third time lip syncing, yeah. and she still won. Right. Uh, you know, it happens. It happens. Uh, yeah, they're, they're holding on to Raja for something. Yeah. I, I just, it'll be disappointing if Raja goes home next. Exactly. Because I'll be like, well, really? Like, what was the point of this? It's yeah. like, um, you know, I love Laura Flynn Boyle, Jaden Dior Fierce, but I think, you know, <laughs> A, a, a very even comparison would be for our season seven Marys. Um, can't wait to get back to season seven. I can't wait. Lara um, Flynn Boyle. What do you call her? Lara Flynn Boyle. Yeah. Lara Flynn Boyle. Jaden Dura Fierce. Jaden Dura Fierce. Lara Flynn Boyle. Jaden Dura Fierce. You know, I love her, but she and Max in that lip sync in season seven. Um, oh. Max was had won two challenges. Right. He was doing really well. He was doing really unique, different drag. Jaden was. Just kind of safe for that, you know, for the most part. Likeable, but maybe not super exciting drag. Yeah. But it just came down to the lip sync. Yeah, you know, I wonder, I feel like, because I've been loving Raja's talking heads, it could have just been a producer decision where it's like, Raja's actually doing the reality show more than Scarlett is. And Scarlett's kind of in her head, especially mm. with the dancing thing. So maybe, you know, Scarlett had more to give, but but the producers are convinced that Raja's got a little bit more in her in terms of reality, in terms of looks, in terms of yeah. lip syncing. Yeah, Scarlett is not creating, I think, the conflict maybe everyone expected from her sure. in the beginning. She was so much more self-aware and, like, connect. Like, even though she could be really confident and whatnot, I think that she was aware that, like, okay, that might be putting some people off. But, like... Oh, I see. I just... I don't know. I, I think I was very much corrected on Scarlett. Yeah, you know? I think we both were. And I think that... Maybe that was part of her downfall. If you want to look at it from that point, oh, of view, I see. Okay. Is that that what we saw in the beginning is kind of what would have kept her? Oh yeah, you right. know, and we didn't really love that. Yeah, eh. yeah. So it's you know, eh. um, um. So next week, well, we have to we have to award a best supporting actress. Oh, okay, and then week. we can talk about the farm to runway. Go ahead. Oh yes, um, and we can talk about uh, untucked, untucked, yeah. yeah. But there's no BSAs in untucked. So this was a later week. There were only four. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But just to kind some of read. Years. Yeah, some years, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, looking looking at you, 1923. Um, but uh, this this 
uh, week's nominations are, of course, to remind everybody, uh, love Connie in general. Who oh. couldn't? Love Connie. Yeah, love, love Connie. Love her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Akira just taking off in that mini challenge. Mm-hmm. Vanjie getting real. Uh, yeah. Talking through tears. Being Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa, right? Yeah. And uh, Raja selling it in that lip sync. Okay. This is a tough one. Don't do it. But I have to do it. Don't do it. I'm sorry. No. This was her week. Akiria. Oh, oh, okay, good. good no, good, good. Akiria. <laughs> this is Akiria's week. Yes. No. Yes. When I I approach this from like, so I wouldn't have given her best supporting because she won the challenge. But we're uh, but so I'm gonna argue here. She, this is like this is like when Kate Winslet was nominated for the Reader and for Revolutionary Road, or she <laughs> won both Golden Globes that year. This is what that is. She is the best <laughs> actress of the episode. You're changing the rules. No, I made the rules. <laughs> The rules are the honor yeah. rules. Yeah. I made these rules and I could take them out. Um, but no, I mean, best supporting actresses are about micro moments in the episode that I love. And of those four, that one sparked the most joy. I can't believe Love Connie didn't win. I can't believe Love Connie didn't win. As I said before, and I'll say it again. Sorry, Glenn. But Akira taking off, like... Yeah. Such profound joy. Okay. And she just starts doing that step thing. She's so cute. I just couldn't. She's cutie. And she deserves it. She killed it this episode. Um, before we talk about Untucked, I just want to quickly talk about the clips we saw we, uh, for next week The Farm to Runway, which is which a cute is, little challenge. Which is like, um, not as a spoiler, but like Drag Race Thailand has a similar yes. challenge this season two as well. Um, so. I, I again, I think this is Brooke's challenge to lose. Although Plastique is a sewing queen, they mentioned that with RuPaul. Mm-hmm. So I have high hopes for her. Yeah. Um, I think in the bottom, look out for Nina, look out for Vanjie, and look out for Raja. I think Raja's circling the drain. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think you know. Kind of looking back at like the other sewing challenge, I think Raja's look was pretty simple. So I don't know what to expect from her. There's a lot of design challenges this season, Mary. I kind of like them. I like design challenges. Oh, I think it really allows us to put the pressure on and is like, okay, what can you actually do here? Yeah, well, now, you know, we talk about like it's not about money then. Acting challenges, exactly. It's not about what you're coming in with, but um, also the whole idea that like they they move towards more acting and performance based sure. challenges. It seems because right. they could manipulate the story right but i think you know if to go along with that theory having more of these design-based challenges gives them more meat in the workroom more people getting stressed yes, out yes. and freaking out and right. i think that's it's very project runway to focus on try that. and cut yeah but I, I don't know i think this cast i think for some reason what they're bringing in the workroom like that's the right decision because yeah. they're bringing oh, yeah. such stories and yeah. such dynamics. You have a, you have a, a love story happening. Yeah, yeah. there's shade, yeah. but there's also love. Like, right. there's so Silky, much. Silky, who they love in the workroom. Yeah, there's so much <laughs> happening in the reality TV portion. There's so much potential in the reality TV Right, because you have Vanjie, you have Silky, you have Akira's Talking Heads, yeah. you have Evie, who's fabulous mm-hmm. interacting with these queens. Yeah. You have Nina West. Oh, of course. You have a Nina West t shirt on. I have a Nina West t shirt yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, I uh-huh. mean. We're getting a lot of. I mean, it makes sense. It's season eleven. They know they're on TV. I'm enjoying the season. I am. I am too. I'm yeah. enjoying it. I, I, I think. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm enjoying it. I'm. I. I, I have not loved a queen like Nina West. I know. You know what I mean. I know, so that it, alone. It's yeah. It's like ugh. We and are, I just see it spread. I mean, the last time I remember feeling this way, be, I mean Monet. Sure. Yeah, Monet, Monet. Sure, but there was. I mean, Sasha Valor was speaking to something that like really awoken something in me. Yeah. And Nina is doing the same thing mm-hmm. when she's 
calling us to join this platform. Yeah, Nina's doing like a similar thing. And I think I, I just am seeing so many people reacting of just like falling in love with her. Yeah. And like that's exactly what I want to see happening because I feel the same way. Right. Yeah. Um, in Untucked, well, first of all, we should just talk about Nicholas, the little Oh, PA. yeah, the little, the little ice bringer. I just want him to sleep over sometime. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I wonder if he keeps his socks on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the quote here is Evie saying, I don't want to be defined by, by my weakness. I want to be defined by my strengths. I think that everybody can relate to that. Yeah. We're so worried that everybody is only seeing our weaknesses as we step out of the door, mm -hmm. that they're just waiting for us to trip and to point it out. Right. Because we're focused on them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like Evie, with this in invisible disability, like it's constantly in her. Yeah. But back to Sugar, it's like Sugar said, like, you looking at this queen, you wouldn't, she's killing it. Right. You know, and you right. don't notice that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was just interesting that she she let us in a little bit by saying like this is this is what I'm feeling, what I'm seeing, and I don't want that. We're not Evie. Yeah. We see so much strength. Right? Yeah, and I also think that there's so much about Evie that's perception versus reality of of not only just wanting wanting to be perceived by her strengths versus her weaknesses, but how much she's portraying this kind of like big dick energy confidence when in mm. reality she's like always oh, got a level of pain. Yeah. You know, and I wow. think that's incredible. And I think then this whole thing of like she she can be it seems like she's coming off attacking people and she's like, I'm not trying to do that. That's this this approach is what I know. Yeah. But like my intention is is just to be honest and to be able to share and like I want to do it differently. Right. And I and, and I think, like, I buy, when she says I actively want to change it, she seems like the kind of person who, like, isn't just saying that, you know, because it's good PR. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. You know, there was something that um, I think it was Akira that reminded me of the episode of Drag Race Thailand that we're going to talk about this week. But Akira reminds us, like, you know, hey, do you. Absolutely do what you do and how you call people out. And sometimes people don't take criticism you yeah. know that way and so if you really want to help them you have to consider how best they take their tea yeah and it reminded me i think it was bandit let me pull up my notes here um bandit says uh you know i, I guess um gim Huai asks her uh, have you ever said something bad and felt bad about it mm -hmm. and then um bandit says you know when you're younger you're like fuck it this is who i am this is how i'm gonna do things and then when you get a little bit older if you want to be a part of a community, then it's time to, I reduced my own ego. Yeah. And the kinder you are, the more kindness you get in return. And so I was just like, this is a really interesting parallel that we're, you know, obviously we're trucking through Drag Race Thailand as best as we can. Yeah. Um, but just to find that parallel of like, yeah, at, at some point you're going to learn like, oh, if I want to like open up my community and help my community, I also need to take into consideration that it's not just about how I want to spread tea, mm -hmm. but how somebody else might receive it yeah if you want to help people then it can't be about how you do it but how they receive it yeah because like that's the whole point right and it's like, like asking somebody do you want a uh you know a hamburger mm -hmm. uh and then not telling not asking them if they want it you know medium well or rare or whatever right yeah and i think that like it's it's such a huge lesson i think in general of like an I, that whole like four agreements not taking things personal or whatever like all of that under the idea of like you are the main character of your life story only. Right. You, like, you, 
I don't want to say you don't matter to other people, but the level of which we think we're in other people's psyche in like a way that they're focusing on us or they're like, you know, thinking about us or thinking about our weaknesses, like that's mostly delusion. Yeah. You know, and I, I think they're that, not thinking about you. No, I mean, that's like the ironic thing about being insecure is it's incredibly arrogant. Yeah. It's and I say that as someone who's like really can be really insecure about stuff sure. is like I have to have that moment of like, who do you think you are? Barging in on me and my guitar. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. We're all born naked and the rest is drag. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, who do you think you are? I, um, I, but like, really, like, I'm, I'm nobody. You know, I'm just some guy on the subway. But, th- and that should be like liberating. Yeah, that's a liberating thought. Oh, sure. You know, sure. And I think that like, Bandit is 34. I'm 34, and so I'm like, oh yeah, I know how you get to that point. And I was not at that point 10 years ago. Oh, my God, no. By the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe even, like, six years ago, yeah. I was not at that point. Yeah, but I think Evie's, like, 24 now. Right. And I just, like, I I, I feel like I'm, I've just been thinking a lot about that idea of, like, earning these life lessons. And that it's not about having, a not it's not about gatekeeping and saying, well, if you're 25, you'll never learn. Like, you're too young to know how to, like, not yeah, care what other that. people think yeah. about you. It's not about that. It's just that there is a, there's something it just comes with the years of exposure therapy of realizing that it's not all about right. you. Exposure therapy. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. It, sometimes it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. These are not easily won lessons. Like, <laughs> it hurts so much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to Evie's credit also, like, I think Scarlett said it the other week. It's like she's saying the right thing at the wrong time, the wrong way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it's it's no shade to Evie. It's like she's doing great. She is taking people aside and helping people out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at the wrong moment, she's reading kids. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think on Drag Race, there is like in in different ways, they are challenging you to think about how you approach life or challenges differently. And so like RuPaul said this like last week, like it's not about what you do at home and like making sure like you might have to do it, things completely differently on RuPaul's Drag Race than you would have at home. Yeah. And I think she's talking about the drag, but I think then in these interactions, like Evie, for example, is having that as a life experience of you may need to approach conflict or, cri- or critiques differently or, or helping other people differently and like learning a new way of doing it. Like I think, you know, it's the way in which RuPaul's Drag Race is a kind of emotional boot camp. Mm. And I think it's, probably part of i would imagine what would help a queen after this show transform her career is like the life lessons that you learn you know like dragula talks about the life lessons of like working with people that you might not like get along with or you know sure um just like having to you know do things that you that you don't want to do you don't want to do but it's part of the job yeah you know and i i think that we're seeing some of that life lesson stuff happen in untucked with yeah. evie oh yeah i mean i don't think evie's Man, she is so far ahead of so many people that I know anyway. Oh, same. Like, I am I know I'm saying, like, oh, when you're older, you'll learn, kid. But, like... No, she's there. The wisdom she has yeah. on certain things, the honesty, the Evie honesty that she's bringing is so refreshing. Yeah, it was just really... Uh, it was really beautiful to see Silky, Akira, Sugar, and Brooke, especially Silky, mm-hmm. kind of be like, hey, I want to get to know you. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see Silky also ease her ego to, right. to join the community right. it's no longer silky it's nutmeg it, yes <laughs> exactly yeah yeah she's toned down the nut and she's more meg yeah, you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. nutmeg griffin yeah exactly yeah um, um so uh do you want to talk about Wiggate? oh because all i really have to say is burn the wigs that's pretty burn much the fucking wigs 
that's all I had to say. I was like, this is some Real Housewives of Simi Valley. <laughs> Simi with them hands, Valley BS. Uh, you know what I it mean? Was, you know, it was great, though, that Ariel, even after the show, is still causing drama. Um, she, Ariel clarified this, so we won't talk. We'll talk for maybe like two minutes about this. Um, she left some wigs for the girls mm-hmm. and the rest all for plastique. Like, that's the tea. Yeah. Um, and uh, Plastique, I don't know, I would have given this as a Best Supporting Actress moment. Because mm-hmm. Plastique was like, I don't know what to do here. So she just get sis, my station's right there, sis. I, 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 was like, <laughs> I know. I, I was so uncomfortable the whole time because I was like, my station's right there, sis. It was like, if you want the wig, like, be my guest. Yeah, like, <laughs> take it. But I mean, I don't need them. <laughs> I just felt like they were they were trying to make ice cream out of, you know, yeah, mayonnaise yeah. and olives here, and, you know? And Vanjie's in the bag being like, burn them! Burn that fucking Yeah. New topic! Yeah. <laughs> totally. It totally. Was, and then the lights went out, so. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> the night, the lights went out in uh, workroom C. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought all of that was just BS filler. Like, get over it. She didn't, like, and you know it what? How shocking that show, a drag yeah. queen would make a comment like, well, they need it more than me. You're drag queens. That's like a thing a drag queen would say in passing. Oh, oh, totally. It's just totally. passing shade. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's passing shade. Mm-hmm. And I loved Silky saying, Plastique, would you like to clarify? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Des- it was. It, this was like dealer no deal, and she's hoping that suitcase is full of five thousand dollars, and it just had like a couple of sticky nickels in it. It was oh, like there's man. nothing. There's no drama here. Yeah, yeah. But Silky was, you know, hamming it up for the cameras. Yeah, she's a good villain. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. she's turning into something of a villain. You know, she's she's any role that she can pop in. Oh, I hear she'll that. pop into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love villains. Yeah, yeah. My Oprah. and you get a villain at it, and you get a villain at it, and you get a villain at it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> um, any other thoughts here? Um, no, I mean, I think that in general, like, you know, Scarlett was just very sort of charming and self-effacing in a way in, in her exit. And calm with Raja. Like, yeah. that was a really cool thing to see Scarlett just like, like completely keeping everything down low when Raja was hurting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think that Scarlett was, was so surprising. Like, you know, it's when you see how somebody handles a stressful situation or handles conflict, like it tells you so much about them. Yeah. And I really feel like especially this week I was already on the I was already feeling scarlet fever but like officially this week I was just like totally corrected on like how I expected that kind of queen to react. Oh yeah. Like I loved Completely shocked. I loved when she like gave Evie that moment of like that was a really nice way of saying <laughs> that. I just want to give you credit for yeah. that. Like I just I don't know I I get Scarlet. I get it and I I really like her, and um, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I don't think there's ever been a queen. Much like I've never loved a queen as much as I love Nina West. I've never grown to love a queen that I did not like this much in the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I've never been this wrong in this respect. I hear that, which feels good. I'm sure that there's some queens. Maybe, uh, I don't know. We grew on Pearl and Fame yeah, in season true. seven. Tyra Sanchez. Tyra Sanchez. Redo. I mean, season two. Tyra Sanchez. Season two. Tyra Sanchez. Only season two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, with that, Mary's. That's, I mean. We can end this yeah. recap on uh, the Drag Olympics. If you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, if you want, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Johnny also. Uh, and you can get more of me on my podcast, In the Details, a celebration of nuance. 
Uh, you can also get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. You can also, and we'll see how long I stick with this, you can also get more of me on Instagram again. I decided to oh. give it a go. There's so many Marys there. I'm Colin Drucker underscore, you know, little little lower line thing. It's not the whole word. Um, just search my name. You'll find it. Uh, and then, of course, if you want more of both of us, patreon.com backslash all right Mary, where you can be getting Drag Race Thailand recaps. Uh, so good that season the episodes I think are good too love it and if you want to see my Nina West t-shirt I will be posting on Instagram a picture of me wearing it maybe, maybe I'll, with my cat maybe I'll regram it is that a thing oh, people oh, do I don't I, I don't know if they call it Mary Michelle does that for RuPost sometimes she regrams she regrams <laughs> Teddy Grant yeah um, we have a last chance lip sync uh, this is all self-indulgent and this is all in honor of Nina West's look um, I picked a art song called Earl König by Franz Schubert. Oh, rolls off the tongue. <laughs> uh, sung by Jesse Norman. Uh, this is in German, so it's not Brunhilde, it's not Wagner, but it is, uh, it's a really draggy song because the, the singer has to play four different characters. Um, and Jesse Norman is the one that I think gives the best performance of this. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see a queen do this at nightgowns. Oh, I mean, I'd love to see anyone at nightgowns. It's, yeah. it's just like a, it's a really great, draggy, dramatic song. It's in German, so, you know, do yeah. without what you will. But Jesse Norman, oh, God, the faces that she makes when she's singing. Just check out this video. Just type in Jesse Norman, Earl Koenig. Um, anyway, that's... Earl Koenig. I mean, that's... <laughs> use your phonetics on that one, Mary. E- <laughs> E-R-L-K-O-N-I-G. I guess it really is phonetic. <laughs> Like most German. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mary's. That's all, waffle. <laughs> that's all we got for you. And uh, we'll see you next week for uh, Farm to Runway. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs>